Good evening to all. I greet you in the only name that really matters, and that is the name of Jesus. And the Bible declares that it is at that name that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. I thought I was coming to a white church. <laughs> You guys have kicked it up this evening. I'm, I'm as comfortable as I can be right now. My friend, Dr. Hunt, thank you for the invite to come again. Uh, uh, it's not a light thing to invite someone to your pulpit. That's very serious. And uh, thank you for the confidence that you have in me and thank you for the friendship uh, that God has forged over these few years. And uh, he's got a blessing with your name on it. All right. We're going to see if we can grow you some more hair around that. <laughs> um, I'm thankful and we send regards to his, to your wife that God will bless her. We had our our 11 grandchildren one week. The first few hours, it was great. <laughs> and after that, I, I, I think that was one of the worst mistakes I ever made in my life. But I wish I could have had grandbabies first. They are so much fun. I have an aunt and a cousin in the back. Would y'all stand there? Now, you wouldn't be able to know them. They look just like us. But that's fine. They're here tonight. I've got some, uh, got a friend who's on the way, Pastor Jones. He's on the way, so we're praying that God will give him safe travel. And uh, my wife, for 42 years plus, uh, we're not together because we've done everything right, but God has been gracious to us. And uh, she's the mother of our four children. And uh, she is the sugar in my Kool-Aid. <laughs> um, Hope, would you stand so that... Uh, 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 uh. Did you bring an amen with you? Yeah. Now, the length of the sermon is determined by the response. Um, so if you don't say amen every now and then, I have to assume that you didn't get it. And so I'm going to labor, but thank you so much. To uh, this combined choir and the pastor from a uh, city that's close by, great big place, uh, a million people. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, that's mighty big-hearted of you to come and to share in an occasion such as this. I won't be long. I will treat you like Elizabeth Taylor has been with all 11 husbands. <laughs> well, let me, let, me, let me give you this test again. I need to know if you guys are, if you, if you are alive or you fit for 
for the funeral home. I need to know if you're lively tonight. That was, uh, all right. Uh, there were two policemen driving along the road, came up on an accident, car was flipped, and, and uh, all of the occupants were unconscious. They called for paramedics, and uh, they couldn't figure out what happened. It was a one-car accident. And from the bush comes this little monkey with a ribbon on his neck. And uh, they say, he must have been with them. And the monkey said, <clears throat> and so one policeman said to the other, I wonder what happened. We can't tell what happened. It's, and the monkey said, <clears throat> He said, well, can you tell us what happened? What happened to the, to the, to the, to the man? He was drinking? Yeah. What happened to the lady? She was fussing. He said, yeah. So what happened to the Jew? So they said, we can tell the story. We got it now. Husband driving, drinking, distracted by a fussing wife and fighting children. And the monkey said, mm, 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 mm. He said, he wasn't driving? No, who was driving? Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see a smile on your face. <laughs> Let's get busy. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, we thank you tonight for all that you are. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We thank you for the privilege of being able to come and share with sister churches as they gather with the First Baptist Church and the Woodland Hills Church as they celebrate tonight this awesome August ministry. We pray in advance for the preachers who will be coming that you would word their mouth and guard their hearts. And for your people, as you will do tonight, do for them, give ears to hear and hearts to receive because it is all about you. We'll be careful to give you the praise. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength and my redeemer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you turn with me to Matthew chapter 8, the Gospel of Matthew chapter 8. Verse 1a. It reads, when he was come down from the mountain. When he was come down from the mountain, let me bring it home to you. And when he came down from the mountain, speaking of Jesus, when he came down, when he came down from the mountain. I want to embrace a text tonight that will challenge us. It is entitled, Embracing Ministry That Moves. Embracing ministry 
that moves. From January 24th this year, up until this present moment, for this nation, there has been 19 mass killings. Let that sink in. The times beckon for a response. This past Tuesday evening, New York, New York, Times Square, a misfire caused a backfire which sounded like gunfire and masses of people began to run in Times Square because the real truth, it tells the story, the heartbeat of our times. We are all living on edge. Going to Walmart, you need training in SWAT. And I love the Lord with all of my heart. And I carry my Bible with me everywhere I go, but it's not alone. <laughs> I, John 3.16 is for a believer, but I got an ax in 238s. These are the times that we're living in. Yes, we must come to grips with the fact that failure has taken place somewhere in the nation. We don't need to spend time fussing about who's at fault. The Bible says that it is righteousness that exalts a nation. And sin is a reproach to any people. These are our times. We want to blame, there are those who want to blame the White House. There are those who want to blame the Congressional House. There are those who want to blame the State House. There are those who want to blame the courthouse and those who want to blame the church house. And that's where I want to hang my hat. What is the attitude of the church in times like this? We are still, we are silent, we are swayed. Our attitude is if it does not affect us, do you hear me? Our messages from the church is conflicting. You've got two kinds of churches with two kinds of message. One message is, oh, if we can just get to heaven, 
Everything will be all right after a while. That may be so, but I like what, what uh, uh, Sophie told Celia in the color purple. You better bash Mr.'s head in and think about him later. <laughs> Don't be so heaven bound that you're no earthly good. We have to address our times and one church is concerned about getting to heaven and then there is the other church. Their confession is they want heaven on earth right now. As if though God is a cosmic bellboy that we name it and we claim it, we blab it and we grab it, call it and we haul it. God has better things to do for your life. Yes, he wants us to have abundance, but can I tell y'all what abundance is? Abundance is when you don't have a dime in your pocket, but God still makes a way. How many of you have more money, but your medicine can't heal you? You need the power of God in your life. Foreclosure can take place at any time. You don't believe me? Right here, the church can suffer foreclosure and never close its doors. You don't believe me? Ask Without Walls International Church, Tampa, Florida. They're out of business. Ask Cathedral of the Chapel, DeKalb, Georgia. They're out of business. Ask Gloria Day Church, Sacramento, California. They're out of business. And we can go out of business at any time when God withdraws his spirit. And we move ourselves from being a viable work, being a church that's in one or two places. Either we on hospital care or hospice care. Do y'all hear me tonight? Hospital care, when you have to tend and treat every feeling and every emotion, you upset me. So what? Amen. Get over it. Amen. Hospice care is when you just make folk comfortable enough to die. But God is calling for his church to do greater things for his glory and his honor. Text says, and when Jesus came down from the mountain, when he came down, well, let me ask what happened when he went up the mountain? Matthew chapter five, verse one and two, he went up the mountain for preparation, for there he took his disciples with him and he began to 
teach them. Our church needs to be prepared for the task that is at hand. And when I say our church, I'm not talking about the black church. I'm not talking about the white church. I am talking about the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to be prepared for our times. We need preparation. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, he said, Take ye heed how you do alms, how you, how you handle your benevolence. Are you with me? You need clarification on the fact that whatever you do, you don't do it for the wrong motive. Do it for the glory of God. Pastors, may I ask you a dumb question? How many people are you going to have to pamper after this service? Because you didn't call their name during the service. Whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Chapter 7, verse 1. Here's a goodie. He says, judge not, lest thou be judged. So we need consideration. Can I help y'all with that? I was raised in a Pentecostal church. I mean, they used to kick the pig all night long. They got started when the sun went down and sometimes didn't quit till the sun came up and would come back the next Sunday and would do the same thing all over again the next night. But that was an, an occasion in a national meeting where the, the evangelistic team went out and they in, encountered a young lady who was at the point of hearing the gospel and they convinced her in the Pentecostal church, you just can't come up and say, I just love the Lord. You got to sweat. You've got to tarry for the Holy Ghost. You have to get with it. And they brought her, but the problem is they brought her just like she was with hot pants and a halter. And some sanctified sister met her at the door said to her, where are you going looking like this? They said, she come to be saved. She want to give a life. Well, if she want to get saved, she need to go home and change her clothes. Can I help y'all? Get this from a country boy from Arkansas. You can't clean fish if you haven't caught it. Amen. Judge not. Chapter 8, verse 1, this is where the text is. And when he came down from the mountain, it's time for demonstration. Woodland Hills, First Baptist, those who are here tonight, America is looking for a demonstration. They're looking for the church to give us an answer and to lead the way. 
chapter 8, verse 2. If you're going to embrace ministry that moves, verse 2 tells us that when you do it, you're going to, number one, encounter the misery of man. When he came down, there met him. He met a leper. Are y'all with me? That was his restriction. His affliction, his, his leprosy, that disease that, that literally caused the body to stench and fingers and toes would fall off. Contagious with so many rules and regulations. You can't do this. You can't go do that. You can't go here. You can't go there. You were disenfranchised from any fellowship you had. You had to leave your family. You had to leave your, your job. You had to leave your relationships and hang out in a place called a leper colony. Yeah. Yeah. Are we willing to cross the track and help people who are hurting? He was a leper. But you know what I thank God for? He has sense enough to know that when he's in the presence of Jesus, that he's due a worship. With his restriction, there is his recognition. He knew who Jesus was in so much that the book says that uh, he worshipped him. And you do know that worship, Robert Siegler says that worship is to declare the work, the worth, and the wonder of God. I think that's what took place tonight in praise and worship in this place. Somebody thought about the fact that we serve a God who is worthy. Worth sip, the, 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 the English translation, worth sip, to, to declare the work, the worth, and the wonder of God. Somebody here today, you've had a long day. And said, well, Pastor, I really don't feel like it. I'm just here, but I'm tired. I don't feel like it. May I get in your Kool-Aid? <laughs> May I dip my spoon in your gumbo? You serve a God who is worthy at all times of your worship. A leper had sense enough to realize that he was in the presence of the divine. And he worshiped him, his restriction, his recognition. But he has a requisition. He has a question. If thou wilt, 
you can make me whole. He's not one of those, God, I demand, I decree, I declare right now, as if though he's going to boss the master. Y'all don't feel this. It's never a question of if he can. The question is, is he willing? And you can prove how smart you are by praying in the will of God. If Jesus said, not my will, you ought to say, not my will, but let your will be done. When you do ministry right, when you embrace ministry that moves, you're going to encounter the misery of man. Number two, when you embrace ministry that moves, not only will you encounter the, the misery of man, but you ought to employ the methods of the master. I think I said to you the last time I was here, don't, don't ask the question, what would Jesus do? We already know what he did. Amen. Just do what he did. Don't have to have a business meeting about what he would do. Are y'all with me? <laughs> he healed the sick. He raised the dead. Are you with me? When you employ the methods of the master, there will be a connection. And the text says, and Jesus put his hands on him. Hold it. That's a leper. There are some restrictions. There are some restraints. There are some rules. You don't touch him. Are you with me? But Jesus didn't go to that business meeting. <laughs> he touched a leper. May I submit to you, one of the great ills of our time is there's a disconnect because there is no touching. There are some things about my perspective that you may never know because you haven't walked in my shoes. You haven't experienced what I have experienced. You get stopped by the popo, you get a pat on the back. But it may be a life experience for me. And I'm talking out of experience. Not because I did anything wrong. Not because I'm so big and bad. These are just the times. And if we're going to reach out, we're going to make a difference. We've got to reach out and touch the hurting. 
there was a connection. Y'all sure got quiet on me. <laughs> Do I need to go get my pistol? <laughs> you know. Don't look like John 3.16 working tonight. <laughs> there has to be a connection. And Jesus gives the brother a confirmation. The brother said, if you will, you can do it. And Jesus says, I will. Now, this is not the place to shout. We normally put that, we normally put it on the end. But for you to hear Jesus say to your situation, I will, then I ought to put a praise in your path a jump in your step. Are y'all with me now? Y'all not wait for a cue because the Lord says whatever your problem is, I will. He gives them a confirmation and then he offers a cancellation said to the brother, be thou clean. And the text says, and immediately, boy, y'all a slow crowd. Good God, did your mama walk all of y'all to the bus? That's a place to shout right there. Immediately. Can I, well, I got another word to say, but hold on. If you're going to embrace ministry and move, you will encounter the misery of man. You should employ the methods of the master. In verses 3D through verse 4, when you do it and do it right, you will enjoy the manifestation of miracles. Y'all got it. <laughs> Immediately is a platform for praise that simply says that whatever your issue is, God can cancel it out and change it and turn it around. It's a platform for your praise. The moment you gave your life for, to him, accepted him as your Lord and Savior, he washed away all of your sins and he did it immediately. That's a platform for praise. But he gives a purposeful prohibition he said to the man, don't tell nobody. Now, there have been a few times the Lord has done a great work and said, don't tell it. One brother, he told him, don't tell it. He left and he told it. Can I tell you why? 
You get this from across the track. I said I wasn't going to tell nobody. But when the Lord does something for you, you just can't keep it to yourself. So why is this purposeful prohibition? Why is it that Jesus don't want him to tell it? Can I tell you why? Jesus doesn't want to be involved with paparazzi, with, with folk who come just for the healing and not for the deliverance. So that, 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 that what they say won't get in, in, in the interfere with his purpose to make it to Calvary. Because he's got a date that's set for our destiny. Are you with me? But he gives them a PowerPoint. Go show yourself to the priest. He told them don't tell nobody. But he tells them go show yourself to the priest. He didn't say go tell the priest. Go show yourself. And can I tell y'all what the truth about that is? When the Lord really does something for you, you don't have to tell anybody anything. When they see you, they will know that you have been in the presence of the Lord. Then he says to them, to the man, make a personal presentation. Offer the gift of Moses. And you know what that was? You find that in Deuteronomy 13, 14. If one had to overcome leprosy, he had to go to the priest, send word to the priest to come out. And then he had to get a turtle dove, two turtle doves. He had to get a basin, had to kill one, dip, dip one in blood, kill the other. They had to burn his hair, burn his clothes and shave his hair. That wouldn't be too much of a problem for some of us in here. And, you know, had to be in isolation for eight days. And then you got to turn around and do all of this rigmarole all over again. A personal presentation. Because Jesus is a keeper of the law. But the fact is, is that he's going to the priest to make the presentation but the pronouncement of wholeness didn't come from the priest. It came from Jesus. Hey! Are you with me? He says, as a testimony unto them. And that's just the proof of his power. There's a song we sing that says, I am a living testimony. God's been good to me. August 30th, 2017, Harvey came up the coast and parked in East Texas. And over 52 inches of rain in less than three days. And when the water was coming up, Pastor, I stood in my front yard and said, in the name of Jesus, I command you. But the water kept coming. <laughs> they got up to the sidewalk of the door. 
I said, I command you, but the water kept coming. Early that Tuesday morning, Cajun Navy put the bow of their boat in my front door. One old fella had on Dixie cap, Dixie shirt, but I didn't care. I needed to be delivered. Are y'all with me? The insurance adjuster came just to be nice because when you have windstorm but you don't have flood insurance, they have a nice way of letting you down. And they told us that we needed to throw everything away. And when you're going on 63 years old and you got to start life, all over again. But can I tell you, I learned, I learned, I learned, it's not in the dictionary, but I learned three things. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all generations. Are y'all with me now? And can I tell you what the Lord did? Everything that was taken, God is still restoring. I I thank God for Woodland Hills. Y'all didn't even know me, but you sent me a little something, something because of who I know. And my wife was bragging about the fact she wasn't upset. She said she she getting ready to get all new stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that God is good. Yeah. And there are sometimes you just can't keep it to yourself. Yeah. I'm out of here. And if I was in the hood, that simply means this is where I'm going to break me off a piece in the key of E flat. But there's a young lady. You need to know her story. Her name is Shinha Gathari Mashru. September 12th, 2013, in Nairobi, Kenya, Westgate Mall, Muslim extremists began to shoot anyone who did not have on a Habib or did not dress like a Muslim. 71 people were killed in that mass shooting. 175 were wounded. She was less than 15 feet from one of the shooters shooting AK-47s, but she wanted to live. And so what happened was there was a young man next to her who got shot. When he fell, she fell. And as he lay there bleeding, she took his blood and rubbed it over her body. They walked over her, they thought she was dead because they saw the blood 
If y'all can't get this, I can't help y'all at all. They saw the blood. And when they saw the blood, they passed her by on national TV. They were asking her, how could you be so cool, calm, and collective under pressure? How could you think like that under pressure? She was just saying, I'm glad to be alive. So I said, anything you want to say to the world. And she said, I don't even know the young man's name whose blood saved my life. But if I knew his name, I would go to his family and tell his mother and father, thank you for your son whose blood saved my life. Come here, let me walk you to the bus. She may never know his name, but we know a name. But he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. We sing a song. It's in the National Baptist for the black folk. The Red Book. It's hymn number 411. And it says this, how to reach the masses. Men of every birth. For an answer, Jesus gave the key. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. All oh, the world is hungry for the living bread. Lift the Savior up for men to see. Then men will gladly follow he who once taught, I'll draw all men unto me. And it says this, don't exalt the preacher. Don't exalt the pew. Preach the gospel. Simple, full, and free. And then if you do that, guess what he said he'll do? We'll draw all men unto me. Woodland Hills, First Baptist, what is the answer to our times? Lift him up. What is the answer to our ills? Lift him up. What is the answer to the agony of our day? Lift him up. Higher, higher, and higher. And when you embrace ministry that moves, you will encounter the misery of man should employ the methods of the master and you will enjoy the manifestation of miracles. I rest my case. <laughs>